Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back, Episode 4. And we're on the Sunshine Coast, where I grew up. Woohoo! Yes, we've left the spectacular Fraser Coast. Mm -hmm. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find any part of Australia's coastline that isn't amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know and love particularly Queensland and New South Wales coastlines because we, we know them so well, but gosh, I'm excited to get around the rest of Australia, particularly mm. over to WA, I think that will absolutely blow our mind. You know, that juxtaposition of the red earth against the crystal clear blue waters. I'm ex so excited about that. I know they do have a saying, the best is in the West. Oh, and there you go. as a uh, Queenslander, I'm not convinced, but I've only spent a little bit of time over there in WSO. I am excited about that as well. Mm. There's actually a really fabulous documentary sort of mini TV series mm. called Coast. Oh, yeah, the uh, British, the UK TV series. That's it. Mm. Neil. I love that. Yes. Neil Oliver is the presenter. Fantastic. And I tried to use his, uh, is it Scottish accent? Coast. Oh, it is such a speaks. good show. I'm not 100% certain if it is still showing, but um, I know it ran sort of a few years ago, and I think we've even got some copies on DVD. DVD. Mm. We loved it so much, and, and, yeah, I mean, what an awesome job. Fancy that, travelling around, finding <laughs> all of these spectacular locations I know, to visit. It is uh, part of the inspiration. And I love that he nails that blend with his kind of comic delivery, but rich history that he presents from his point of view mm. uh, is very good. Yeah, I think what else that makes the show so appealing is that particularly when they did Coast Australia, because he is Scottish, I think you mentioned. So, you know, he's in a, a completely different country to where he was born and lived and hey who knows there might be some feel-good family abroad potential yes we could go visit his fair shores well i scotland is definitely on the bucket list <laughs> I pull my kilt out of the cupboard and, and get over there and find that he's actually irish that would be <laughs> if you are listening neil <laughs> imagine that please apologies if you are not please Scottish. get in touch <laughs> so our very first destination while we're on the sunshine coast actually I should say, after we visited your dear old dad, was to head to the Ginger Factory. Mm. And yes, it, it is always lovely to get back up onto the Sunshine Coast and catch up with my family up there, particularly my dad, who we don't get to see as often as we like. So that's always really wonderful. And Jasper loves it even more because he lives not too far from the Ginger Factory in Yandina. So always a good excuse to go for a visit and I mean you boys have been a number of times without me can you believe that no I've been working and the boys have 
done something to fill in the time, which they absolutely love. Mm. They were so good to go together as a family and for Jasper to be able to show me around and be the tour guide and take me on all of the awesome things that he loves to do. Well, that's right. There's two of his favourite things in the one location, <laughs> Gingerbread Man and yes. Morton the Train. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, you can't get much better than that. <laughs> like, he was so excited uh, to know that we were going to the Ginger Factory and then, obviously, once we got there, he was just excitement on overload the entire time that we were there. We actually, in filming it and we finished up, we'd been there just over three hours, three and a half hours, I think, mm. which is probably a good amount of time yeah. for a family uh, with a couple of young ones. Three hours is, is probably smack on. Mm. And he, we're doing a piece to camera and we're talking about all the different experiences that you can do on the play, taste, discover ticket that mm -hmm. we, we got as a family. And his eyes kind of glazed over, didn't they? And he, yeah, he was he, he was spent. He was absolutely ready. What I love about the Ginger Factory is that there are so many options, um, different ticketing options, different experiences. It's actually free entry, and then you pay for the experiences that you want. So, I mean, if you were local, oh, gosh, I just kept thinking, imagine if we lived nearby. We could just stop in. In actual fact, we'd purchase a VIP pass. annual pass. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, if... if all your children were interested in was riding on the Morton train. You could literally just stop in, and I think it's something like $11 for a train ride. You know, so it's a it's a really accessible experience. As Paul mentioned, we did the Taste Play Discover ticket, which pretty much gave us a taste of everything that they offer mm -hmm. there at the Ginger Factory, and it was excellent. So we started actually... We started our morning with the factory, factory tour. tour. I think which, it's called a taste of ginger tour. Yeah, right. It mm -hmm. was so good. And we did, in fact, get to taste lots of things. But what I loved about the factory tour is that it is the actual factory that the ginger is processed in and sent out from. So you got a glimpse into how that all works and you got an overview of the history mm. and it's an incredible story again it was a handful of ginger farmers in budrum many many years ago who formed a cooperative mm -hmm. and hence the budrum ginger was born and now all those years later is supplying product for all over the world has the ginger factory attraction attached to it it's just it was fascinating. It was full of um, really interesting fast facts delivered by a great presenter, Kat. Yes. Who that gave me a couple of takeaways. One was that there's over 1,200 varieties of ginger mm. and a handful that we can eat. Yes. And the longer that they leave the ginger growing in the ground, the hotter mm. and more fibrous it becomes. So they actually harvest it a little younger so that it's not only softer, but not too full of fibre, you know, the stringy yeah, yes. bits. Yes, there you mm. go. Uh, but the more it ages, the hotter mm. it becomes, which changes then its use from a culinary Mm -hmm. perspective right there you go so interesting and it was excellent i mean a lot of times you think oh you know like a tour experience with children oh you know are they going to get bored and is it going to be a handful it was a very 
short tour, mm-hmm. but we kept moving through the factory. We watched a little video. There was good things for the kids to look at. So Jasper certainly wasn't the only child on that tour, and I don't think any of the kids were bored or ready to be somewhere else. And to top it off, the cherry, I guess the cherry on top was that we ended the tour in the tasting room and mm. all got to sit down and taste a variety of different products that the Budrum Ginger Company create using the ginger there at the factory. So that was excellent. And Jasper really enjoyed that. Really good. And it was full the tour was full so well the park was full i mean it was mm. a it was definitely a busy day at the ginger factory Mm -hmm. another wonderful experience is the super bee show Mm. yes we love bees this one was presented by a guy called blake yes who was probably the highlight of for me like as far as uh, a really great presentation mm-hmm. that had a lot of information that I hadn't heard mm. but kept me engaged for the 20 minutes that he presented the show, did the uh, smoking of the beehives, mm-hmm. pulled out the you know all of the different a- um, all the different aspects of, of managing bees and, and their life cycles and life. It was incredible. It was really interesting and very entertaining. If you don't know, much about bees or you're interested to learn more about bees absolutely do it they are incredible creatures our planet relies on them it is super fascinating to learn more and i just i love it i love Mm. learning about the bees last year 2019 named the number one most integral important species on earth well, after all that we've learnt over the last six months working with both Super Bee Honeyworld on the Gold Coast and also after our visit to the Ginger Factory, I don't doubt that. Bees are fascinating and they are absolutely vital to the health of the planet. So anyway, that was a definite highlight. I loved his suggestion that bees make great pets. Yes. Native bees are stingless and, well, they're native. Yeah, they're huge pollinators and easy to have in your backyard and you get the bonus of somewhere between three and five kilo of honey a year. Yes. I don't know if you'd name them. Well, depends how many you have, I think. But anyway, Mm. we digress. Jasper's highlights for the day definitely were the Morton train and Morton is a steam train that runs throughout the grounds of the ginger factory. He is an old sugarcane train that used Mm. to run in the area, Valdora and Nambour area, many, many years ago. And now he calls the ginger factory home. And something that I really love, and we pointed this out to Jasper on the way to the ginger factory, When we were in Bundaberg not that long ago, the Botanic Gardens has a sugarcane train uh, society that basically... um, Resurrect. Thank you. Refurb. Yeah. Old steam trains and bring them back to life for the enjoyment of everyone. Absolutely. And so we were lucky enough to ride on the train up there. It was a diesel train called Valdora. And she came from Valdora, which is just near Yandina and Nambour, and she worked on the sugarcane lines there many, many moons ago. And so what we found out was that Valdora and Morton worked together. 
<laughs> which we all thought was very exciting and I think Jasper felt even more like they were part of the family. So definite highlight for him. And, of course, they have the overboard boat ride experience it's more an experience and that was so good and that's great for kids of any age too isn't it it really reminds me for anyone out there who's been to any of the disneyland disney worlds uh, it's a small world uh, ride over there in america it's so much like that but in yandina on the sunshine coast and really well presented and and the music's great and jasper loved going around on that we had a few rides on that lots of fun so a must visit. If you're a young family, do check out the Ginger Factory. And if you are local or even within a couple of hour drive radius, go for the annual pass. Mm, Better value. Absolutely. Yeah, that's my tip. So the best part about looking around Yandina was that before we arrived, Katie found a wonderful property, a 30 acre farm called Hidden Valley. Mm, and look, I just love Yandina. In fact, I love that whole hinterland region of the Sunshine Coast. It's just beautiful and still, I guess, untouched enough to not feel overcrowded, yet so close to the beautiful beaches on the coast. Um, and I'd never experienced Hidden Valley before, and I did find it just by Googling where to stay with a caravan in Yandina. And how how thankful are we that we found it? It's um as Paul mentioned, it is a a farm. It's a thirty acre macadamia farm owned by Sharon and Glenn. And what they are doing out there, converting part of their farm to a farm stay camp experience for tents, caravans, campers, is so fantastic. We had a wonderful site, didn't we? We were basically on a really large, open, grassy area mm -hmm. uh, that was remarkably green. Oh, it was. It was just spectacular. And our site in particular was very close to the rainforest that ran along the creek front. So just waking up in the morning to mm -hmm. the sound of the bird life and looking out the windows to that greenery and the, the trees and the palms, it was just... It was beautiful. beautiful. Glenn and Sharon Otto, who own and operate Hidden Valley, mm -hmm. were wonderful hosts. And I had an opportunity to do an interview, a piece to camera with Glenn. And he let me know that they have 160 different bird species. That's pretty amazing. They've got a dam on site as well that hosts a lot of those birds um, mm. down there. And we did get the opportunity to do a bit of a tour around the farm with Glenn as well, which was fantastic. Mm. And he, he sort of took us through uh, the macadamia groves um, and showed us the various sites that they're developing into more camping areas. Um, he showed us some pretty spectacular rainforest as well. He did. One of the uh, areas that he took us to had something that he referred to as very special, and that was this particular palm. It's known as a cabbage tree palm, or as he let us know, the Livestona australis. And this particular palm that he has there has been aged at just over 450 years old. Yeah, that was pretty incredible to see and to also see how passionate he was um, and how just 
enthusiastic he was about having such a special or such a significant tree on their property they're just they're they're very passionate people that you can see that they have a passion for respecting the earth and the land and they they carry that passion through the practices that they have on the Mm -hmm. farm where they're as sustainable as they can be they're as organic as they can be and everything that they design and you can probably talk about some of uh glenn's amazing design work everything they do is with the earth in mind and i really love that philosophy yeah you've said it quite a few times that you know about their passion and passionate people It's something that we have seen quite a lot of when we meet owner-operators of these farms. Mm -hmm. They are so embedded. They live and they literally breathe everything that they present. And I think that is why it is so good. Definitely. And I I think it's a little bit of that like attracts like as well and, and from certainly from our experience, the people that come and stay in these places are, are much the same, are very passionate, they're very respectful of the environment, you know, they want to immerse themselves in an environment like that. So we've, we have, we've experienced that a lot in our travels so mm. far. And, and to be honest, I think we will continue to experience that because we're also very much that same person or people. We love being in these environments. Look, they're also located in what is a prime position for the Sunshine Coast, mm, 15 absolutely. minutes to the beach you <laughs> mentioned. Uh, you can climb Mount Cool and Mount Nindori. Uh, there's about five months of rainfall, which is, uh, in Glenn's words, the price they pay for their greenery. <laughs> and it is. It is beautiful. It, it is truly a, a hidden gem. They are. They're, they're right in the hinterland, in the, in the valley, and, you know, a, again uh, just a little ways further um into the hinterland and you're headed up to the spectacular Mullaney montville area so they really are prime position on the sunshine coast you're far enough away that you feel like you could be anywhere Mm. and you're close enough to be very quickly back into civilization to all your majors and to those beautiful beaches of the Sunshine Coast, which and we traffic did. jams, oh that's yes, thing. all of that. But we even <laughs> managed a, a sneaky little trip down to Malulabar Beach, which is one of my favourites. Being a Sunshine Coast girl, and mm. it was absolutely stunning. So they certainly are in a prime spot there at Hidden Valley. A good tip for people that are listening that may look at at this as a a must visit when you're in Queensland, Sunshine Coast is to have water on board if you are taking your caravan. Uh, they, they are on tank water, yeah. and although you can get uh, a number of powered sites, it, it is a great opportunity really to, to go there and um, be as self-sufficient as possible. Definitely. They, of course, they have drinking water available, and they do have um, fantastic hot showers and amenities there. But absolutely, if you have tanks on board your rig, definitely fill them up before you go. And, and you know, that's your little bit as well, like you say, to be mm. as self-sustainable as you can be. Something else I loved about our visit there was the emu. The resident – there's actually two, but we seem to – see Morton the emu which Jasper 
just thought was fantastic because we'd literally just got off Morton, the train at the Ginger Factory, mm-hmm. and now here we are with Morton, the emu. Uh, there's, I think, around about 30-odd uh, kangaroos mm, that take yes. shade under the macadamia orchids. Orchids. What are they? Orchids. Okay. <laughs> Those ones. Uh, macadamia orchids would be pretty spectacular, though. <laughs> Imagine that, an orchid that yielded a macadamia. Anyway, we digress. Um, they adjoin the the parklands, which is a, a natural bush uh, conservation area. So the emus and the roos just come and go freely, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty spectacular. We we certainly got up close and personal with Morton the emu. He came and checked out the reed quite a number of times, <laughs> and. It's really cool. I thought he was going to uh, come in and actually sit in the van for breakfast one morning. He was very inquisitive. He was. Mm-hmm. The, they're incredible, incredible species with their huge long legs and feet and very dinosaur looking. But Jasper certainly wasn't worried one little bit about Morton. In fact, he was encouraging him to follow him around as he rode his bike around the grassy <laughs> area in front of Orange. So it was awesome. Being in this wonderful environment, uh, really does lend itself to making you feel like you need to make good decisions about your eating as well. So we took the opportunity to visit a local uh, fruit market, mm. a wholesome food store named Jeffers That's in right. Yandina. And Katie, with her assistant Jasper, <laughs> did whip up a wonderful mean green fighting machine, super green smoothie for us all. Mm. That yeah, was, that was so fun, good. Wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, shout out to Jeffers in Yandina. It's fantastic, loaded with healthy options, organic options as well. And Nikki and the staff in there are just really lovely. So that was a little hidden gem that I was happy to find. And being able to have Jasper involved in, more and more in what we do, um, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And he's at that age now where helping out with the dishes after dinner is fun and exciting and he wants to be in the kitchen and help me make whatever it is that I'm doing. It's so wonderful. And especially when we're making something like a green drink or a smoothie in the thermomix, not only does he get to help in the process, but he also gets gets to learn about uh, the food that he's eating or drinking and how it can nourish his body and what's good for him and and seeing that end result so it was so wonderful to have him involved and in fact he he kind of owned the segment I think <laughs> I I think I was Jasper's assistant no he's he's definitely loving being a part of the whole content production so that pretty well wraps up this week mm. and we are now heading to the homeland particularly for me of the gold coast god are we ever going to get out of this place <laughs> i'm sure we are we, we are making <laughs> a slow joking. trek south uh down to tasmania but it was a great chance for me to uh really reconnect with my family and for mm. all of us to be together to celebrate my mum and dad's 50th wedding anniversary. Wow. Yes, I know. My uh, my dad says that my mum is very forgiving. Oh, your mum your mum <laughs> needs uh, like a trophy my and mom, my mum is incredible. And, mm. Yeah, she is amazing. No, all jokes aside, it is an unbelievable achievement 50 years of yeah. marriage, particularly with seven outrageous entertaining crazy children. 
that they had to wrangle for many of those years. So that'll be a really lovely chance to get together with your family, most of them anyway. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're only missing the one sibling over there in Thailand. Hi, Dan, if you're listening. Uh, Dad's also going to help me with some upgrades as well with the van that are little adjustments and ideas that we want to do uh, around uh, helping Jasper to have better day sleeps so that we can basically have better work blocks, really. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, there's a few things that we've noticed over the uh, four or so months that we've been on the road that we feel like we need and Paul was like right put me you know put me into action so that's fantastic yeah it'll be fun and my dad is so handy so I'm I'm looking forward to the that help and and uh, a bit of bonding with dad so that'll be great beautiful we'd love you to connect with us on social media and our website all the w's.thefeelgoodfamily.com.au jump on there and get a hold of that free 2020 vision pdf and set your year up for success. Of course, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's right. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, we do release a wonderful travel video capturing all of our adventures around Australia. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, we'd love you to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. And if you can, please drop us a review. Excellent. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, drink big, look after your family.